What's going on, Ragers? I hope you guys are living your best life. Uh, I know it's been a minute. Um, I will explain uh, what I am going to give to you as an excuse. Um, That's what it feels like in my heart. Even though I know there was a couple days where I was feeling a little bit better, where I could have pumped a couple tracks out, but it is what it is. Um, I'm here. I have a little bit of of my own wisdom to get out there, um, and I do want to say thank you, uh, and he knows who he is, for reminding me how much I have been slacking, and uh, to kind of make it up to you, I am doing this podcast as I commute. Um, I had a, a, went out and I helped a friend uh, do some stuff today. Um, I'm going to pay for it in the morning because I got to get up at, <laughs> geez, oh, Pete's. I'm just realizing what time it is in a couple hours to go to work. So it is what it is. Whenever you can help a friend, do it. Pay it forward. I learned that from my little brother um, who I'm extravagantly proud of. And uh, it, it's really not only giving me self-gratification, I'm going to go as far as to say it, it, it's making my life a little bit better. Um, if, if anything else, it, it helps me not to focus on the, the little sprinkled negativity chunks that, you know, bombard our lives every day. Um, and, I, and I'm learning that if you choose to, to disregard them, and not give them so much substance, they have little to no impact on on your mental health or, or you know your daily living. So try that out. Little uh, little food for thought. Um, I do want to get into okay. So backstory: I got the Johnson and Johnson COVID nineteen uh, shot. The immunization. I don't even know what you would call it. Is it a Immunization? Is it a um, vaccine? Whatever it is. So I got it, and everything was fine the first couple hours, right? And I, I remember getting home. My arm was a little bit sore, but it was nothing that you know I wasn't used to. It wasn't a big deal whatsoever. Uh, but I, you know, I got something to eat. I, I went to lay down. I, I fell asleep easily. And that's when everything ensued. Um, I woke up approximately 10 times. And each and every time I woke up, I felt like I was drowning. But that was only due to the fact that I was running a temperature and sweating profusely. Uh, and then when I would wake up, sit up, I'd get the chills. Just almost almost kind of like the flu in a way. Um, I got up for work the next morning, went into work. I felt a little bit horrible, but it wasn't anything that I couldn't push through. So I, I forced some food down me and finished the, the work day out. Uh, it wasn't until that night, uh, the second night rather, <clears throat> excuse me, that I got home and everything kind of took a turn for the worse. It was... Uh, I guess the first thing I would explain is my chest. Uh, it felt like I I couldn't breathe. 
Um, and then that graduated into a couple earaches. Um, first my right one and then my left, but they were both throbbing at the same time. Well, only lasted a day with, with the earache, but it was pretty intense. And then the cough came, which I am a smoker. Um, I, I wanted to attribute that to smoking, but it, it progressively got worse. And eventually the, the fever went away, but I was just tired. I, I was, any chance that I got, <coughs> excuse me, any chance that I got, I, I would want to sleep. And that's what I did. And, it, you know, I, I, I feel like I slept an entire week away. Um, and then it wasn't until, man, I want to say two weeks after the initial shot that I, it was only then when I started, <coughs> excuse me, I apologize. I'm still a little bit under the weather, but I'm good. Um, but it wasn't until that, that second week that I, that I started gaining my strength back and my appetite was fully back. It was, it was just, uh, it was kind of a, an ordeal for me. And the reason why I'm making such a big deal out of it is because I never get the flu shots or, you know, any of those extra, I call them extracurricular shots, right? The ones that aren't like the ones when you got in, uh, when you, when you got them in grade school, um, or anybody prior military, uh, boot camp, you know, they, they would line us up like cattle. Most of the time you didn't even know what, what they were given to you. You just did what you were told. Um, but as, as a civilian adult man, I vowed never to get shots like that because, and I know this, I'm not, I don't want to turn it into a debate, but I am a person that believes that we should trust in the immune system that God gave us. And that's, that's it. I'm not even going to speak on it anymore. I'm sure a few people uh, disagree with that and that's fine. That's our our, our God-given right, uh, to, you know, to form your own hypothesis, but that's just the way I feel. So, um, yeah, so I, I got the shot because my work paid me to do it. They, they gave me $100 to, to get this immunization, and I did it, and I regret it. Um, and then, like, the next day after I got the shot, they pulled it off the shelf due to... I think there was some blood clotting issue in in females in a certain, in a particular age, but whatever. I don't. I don't. This is not why um, we're we're gonna speak today. I just wanted to give you some insight as to why I've been gone so long. It, it does seem like I have an excuse every time, and I apologize for that. I will make a conscious effort to do better. I'll pray on it and. I will try to, you know, be more efficient. Um, so let's get into it. Um, today, guys, because I am commuting, um, I got an, another half hour or so in my drive to get home. Um, I don't have any of my Bible scriptures with me. And uh, unlike my brother, my all-star brother, <clears throat> excuse me, I cannot, you know, I'm, I'm still an infant uh, when it comes to 
the scripture. So I have to have, you know, I'll do my studies and I'll write things down so I can bring them up in, in, in our podcast together. Um, but today, tonight, we're just going to focus on something that, that's kind of on my heart and on my soul. <clears throat> um, so essentially, the friend that I went in and saw today that I helped, um, she's going through something right now. And uh, I call it a life moment, okay? And what that simply means is it's a, a life moment can be extremely positive or it can, you know, be on the other end of the spectrum and be extremely negative. Now, it's the negative life moments that us as addicts despise the most. And that is because if you are like me and you are going through a, a change and, and you're making better life choices <clears throat> and you do not make those choices with a solid foundation at its core, uh, by that I mean getting clean for the right reasons or really, really you know, throwing yourself into the sobriety ring and saying enough is enough. And then, and then, you know, building on that, whether it is with therapy, um, whatever strength you draw from, if you do not have a solid foundation that you build upon uh, pertaining to your sobriety, uh, and I, and I, I really hate to say this, but it's the truth. Your 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 chances of of success almost go out the window. And I know that from experience because the first time that I tried to get clean, oh boy, I don't even know if it. Maybe it was a year. Maybe it was a whole year that I made it, and then I was faced with a silly choice. Um, after after one of these life moments. Uh, that, that was of the negative uh, kind. And I fell. I fell down. And it, and it was uh, something that I thought that I would never get back out of. <laughs> so my whole point is, with these life moments that come along, we have to deal with them with a clear conscience and a clear heart and a clear mind. And ladies and gents, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That is a, an impossibility to do while your body, your mind, your thought process is clouded with any kind of a substance. Now, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy a, a, you know, a beer or, or a shot or a glass of wine after, after a hard day's work in the comfort of your own home. But, and, and I'm not anybody's father here, but I will tell you if, you, if you stand up and you look in the mirror, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what you're capable of. 
and you know exactly what could tear your whole house of cards down. So it's best while you're going through the sobriety process to stay away from the things that weaken you. Now getting back to my friend. She's she's a very, very dear, close friend of mine that um, I've, I've been blessed with the opportunity th- this past month or so to become even closer with. And it's almost like I've been placed in her path for a reason. I'm not going to get into the choices that, that, you know, she makes or the lifestyle that she chooses because that has nothing to do with the point that I want to make. She has her demons, just like we all do. And it is not my place as as her friend to judge how she deals with those demons, right? I mean, in, in, in that aspect, it's nobody's business to do something like that. So one of these things that she's dealing with is, um, and it kind of breaks my heart to say it, but she's, she's dealing with some physical stuff at, at home, right, with her significant other. The, now this is where I, I wish I had my scripture because I knew, I, I, wrote, I wrote a couple passages that pertained to the fact that at some point in our life, guys, we we have to give ourselves up to something greater. And, and I've used the word submit before. I know that's a hard word to, to swallow, right? It's it's hard, especially for a man. It, it, it submit sometimes is just not in my vocabulary when when it's everyday stuff. But when we're talking about our father and his son, Jesus Christ, that is exactly the terminology that we need to use. We need to remind ourselves that it's okay to give things that we feel are out of control to God. Just give it to him. I think I've said before there we don't we can't fathom the type of strength that our father has. We we I mean it's it's very simple. So when I apply this <clears throat> and I and I try to give advice to my friend for one it's very hard because I I struggle and I pray on it because of my own thoughts on you know the the, the physical abuse that that is going on it, it's very hard for me as a man to not give into my urge you know drive drive to his domicile and and give him a piece of, of what he's inflicting on somebody that he wants in his life vowed to love and cherish and stand by. It's very difficult for me to not want to inflict physical pain 
on on him. It's something that I'm I'm struggling with, and I and I I pray at least two or three times a, a day about it for the Lord to take that out of my heart because number one, it's not my place to pass judgment or you know you get any kind of justice for something like that. The, the, the need and the drive for me to protect my friend is, is what causes me to feel these feelings. But I know in my heart it's not my place. It's not my place to do anything ab- about it. Physically, anyway. <clears throat> but the, the problem still lies and I feel like we've had really large strides um, as far as my friend's concerned. Um, I feel like I've, I've been able to pull her out of a, a dark space, which is my whole intention. I want to remind her that just like everybody else, she's beautiful. She's blood-born. She matters. And because of her demons, they don't they don't allow her to see that when when compiled with the, the, the physical stuff that happens periodically. You know, I use that that analogy that, that you know black cloud, that haze, the veil. And especially people, you know, dealing with addiction, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When we're, when we're, you know, in that portion of our life, we, we're not ourselves. We don't think like ourselves. We don't act like ourselves. And honestly, that's when I felt the farthest away from God. And I'm sure the enemy loved that. Because he, he thrives with, with chaos and torment. He wants us in that place in our lives because we're easy to control. And if you actually, you know, like I told her tonight, the word of the day is simplicity. And that is because if you if you have an outsider look at your situation, what do you always hear? Well, it's easy to say, right? It's easy to say because you're not living it. But that's exactly what we need to take advantage of. And I think that's what my friend is is slowly starting to see. She's starting to see that the, the little tidbits of advice that I give her, they're making sense. And the trend with almost every piece of advice is that it's so simple. Because I don't have the emotion floating around my thought process when I when I try to help her. Whereas when she tries to think herself out of a situation, she can't because <clears throat> excuse me, she's she's wrapped up in it. That's her life. You know that she's living it. She it, it's hard for her to break out of that veil and and make a cognizant decision that is sound and makes sense. It's very difficult. 
And that's the the point that I wanted to make, guys, tonight, is that it's okay to get help. It's okay to admit your faults. As scary as it might be, and this kind kind of alludes back to the stigma of, of what we are all going through. But here's the thing, guys. We're, we're actually trying to better our lives. And there's nothing greater than that. Because I want to know, I, I, I really, really want to trust in the fact that everybody that's listening to this podcast is not only going to make their life better, they're going to be, their armor, I like to call it, is going to be so thick after this life experience that you're going to be able to easily help others that were in your spot before. And guys, I got to feel like when, okay, I'm saying that right now and I'm getting goosebumps because I know that's what my father wants me to do. Which is why I was moved so much when I, when I opened my phone and I saw this message, um, from this gentleman that, that was reminding me that, dude, hey, you're slacking, bro. Come on. <clears throat> the next podcast that I do, um, and I'm going to do it hopefully tomorrow at lunch because I got a, a half hour block. I'm going to plug his podcast. Um, I'm going to plug it without even I, I try. He sent me the link. And I and I tried to, uh, to to listen to it, but I think I might have been in a bad reception area, so <clears throat> I haven't I haven't gotten the opportunity to to check it out. But just seeing what this gentleman you know has has said and and the knowledge behind what he is starting, I know in my heart it's going to be great. So I don't even have to listen to it to plug it on my own podcast. That's how much faith I have in what this gentleman's doing. Uh, if I'm being honest, I, I I really feel like he can go above and beyond what I'm trying to do, and that is amazing to me. And it and it makes it fills my heart with 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 hope and love because there's other people out there that can just see through and cut through all the crap. And get down to what really moves people and what really motivates people. And yeah, sometimes they need to draw on others. And that's just the human condition. We we all need each other, you know. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm going to keep plugging away. And, and hopefully, you know, I'll be able to update you on... My friend's situation, um, as of right now, I, I'm pretty sure we almost have her a place. So uh, that's the first step is to get her out of the situation. Um, but I ask that you guys pray on it with me and, uh, you know, really, really give that your all. And, and if you haven't self-reflected at all today or tonight, I know it's late, um, do that as well, just to confirm that you're you're on the path that you need to be. Because we all want to get to the finish line together, man. We really do. 
And I told you before, I've got enough will, will power rather, to carry us all to the finish line if that's what I got to do. So all I got to do, you know, give give me a heads up and let me pray on it for a little bit. You know, get get some get some strength from from our father and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I know this podcast is a little bit different than than the other ones that I've done. Um, it's very disheveled, but it was very important to me to get something out there um, just just to have some some filler until tomorrow. And I promise you, I'll bring my scriptures and we'll start diving into some of the. Uh, well, it is going to be a little bit of the stigma from last episode. I do want to touch base on that um, because I feel like you could talk for a week on that stuff. Um, but then there's also a couple interesting situations that I have been in prior to, uh, well, after post making that episode uh, that I want to share with you guys. And uh, that's about it. So I will get back on around 12, well, excuse me, 1030 a.m. tomorrow. And uh, it should be ready about 11. Uh, But until then, be careful, be good, be good at it. And I'll catch you on the flip.